righty. Well, hello, the Hood Talks podcast. Y'all got to excuse me. I have somehow lost my voice. I don't know why. Um, maybe this crazy St. Louis weather, but I am here today um, and so happy on this first day of Kwanzaa. Happy Kwanzaa to um, interview Miss Latanya. Uh, she's a Ferguson resident, and we're going to have a little quick interview about her business that she has. Um, but welcome, Latanya. Thanks for being here. Um, if you want to just start by just giving us a little brief bio or description of your business and, and what you all do and how you are beneficial to the community. Well, good morning, Ms. Shabana. Thank you. It's an honor to be on your podcast. And I'm I'm so, you know, impressed with you. And I just think this is awesome. People need to have this because we we need to acknowledge what's going on in our community. Uh, we definitely need to have a platform to share, you know, information, experiences, and to be heard. So I'm so grateful to be a part of this and happy Kwanzaa, happy Hanukkah. Um, and um, just hoping that, you know, this year has enlightened a lot of people and hoping and praying that 2021 will bring us much more success, prosperity, yes. uh, health and wellness. Yes. That being said, um, I am LaTanya. I've been a resident of Ferguson for over 20 years. I'm originally from Texas. I moved here because my husband lives here. <laughs> um, I started Wellness Choice back in 2009. And that was because um, I noticed that a lot of children, parents, and teachers were dealing with a high stress level and even the disciplinary actions that were being taken towards children weren't necessarily appropriate. And so we started focusing on what was going on with the children. Why were they behaving that way? And what could we do? So we started looking at the lunch menus. And a lot of times the, the breakfast was not, it didn't have any nutritional value. It had a lot of high sugar content. Um, and then we also noticed the, the teachers and the, the parents, the stress level, and the common denominator was the nutrition. So we decided to meet up with the teachers and ask them, hey, what is it we can do to help? So we provided course, we had to uh, discuss it with the superintendent um, and the parents um, on how we would incorporate that. So basically, we were like the grassroots. We talked to the teachers, the parents, and grandparents, because there are some grandparents who are actually raising their grandchildren, along with aunties and uncles who, who have taken in you know, their nieces and nephews uh, for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. um, and we focus on stress levels. So I have a team of massage therapists, physical therapists, uh, pediatric nurses, uh, retired educators uh, from different states who have uh, moved here to Missouri. And what's interesting is that most of them live in Ferguson, Florissant, and Hazelwood. Okay. So we decided to work together 
Uh, we did workshops at Griffith Elementary School, which is um, in Ferguson. And uh, we worked with Robin, Robin Witherspoon, who was the principal of Griffith at the time. And we would schedule workshops with the teachers on how to relax, um, different types of teas, things like that, that would work for them. My husband also became a room dad where it allowed the teachers to take a break and he would sit in, read to the students or, you know, have open discussions about, you know, what they wanted to be in life, what they wanted to grow up to be. Right. Um, so it was a community thing. And this you know, was it was an investment for, you know, our children along mm -hmm. with appreciating our educators. Yes. Um, I think that sounds like an awesome thing they should probably introduce back to school. Because, yeah, these teachers are um, overwhelmed and yeah, if parents are willing to help, which we do need more of engaging the parents, it would be awesome to do something like that. So, and that's interesting that you, you would say that because we did get a lot of pushback from some of the parents because they didn't want to really be involved. They felt like it was too much work. They felt really? like eating healthy was expensive. And so it, it was just informing them that the most expensive part of eating unhealthy is becoming sick and going mm -hmm. to the doctor. <clears throat> That's true. So That's true. Go ahead, invest in your health by purchasing the best food and doing the I mean, we were doing meal preps before it was popular. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of like, well, prepare, you know, your meals on the weekends or in the middle of the week and kind of stretch it out. Right. <clears throat> you know. Right. Um, and I'm guilty of it. You know, many times I would pick up my boys from school and we would go to Burger King, mm -hmm. um, especially like. I think like on Tuesdays, they would have like family night mm -hmm. where you, where they would um, have the prices really low. So, yeah. So a lot of these fast food restaurants, they knew right. what they were doing. <clears throat> right. Like, well, we're, we're going to get them in there. We're going to get their money. We're going to make sure that we uh, build up our clientele, even though the food is not healthy. And then I think that's that's a lot of what it is that sometimes it's in, it's convenient for people to go and get those quick things, um, and they're not thinking about you know how it affects them or their children. Um, so I think you know with society, what it is is we need to switch and make getting things that's healthier a faster situation. Like especially in our um, black neighborhoods, we don't have like little pop up smoothie shops, and we don't have a lot of them. You know what I mean? Or that little cafes that's selling healthy food items. We don't have a lot of those, you know? And so maybe if we did, you know, people would have better access to easier, quick, healthier food. Because sometimes it is convenient to go somewhere like a fast food restaurant when you have so much on your plate, like you're working two or three jobs, you're a mom, single mom, full-time job, and you're a full-time mom taking care of your kids by yourself. Right. Sometimes it's like, oh, I'm tired. I don't feel like cooking tonight. I'm just going to go. Sometimes you don't even like going to the grocery store to go buy the healthy foods. So it is a lot. To, um, it takes a lot of sacrifices. And um, I, can, I think we got to keep having these conversations about how to eat healthy 
but how do we also make it um, easier access for those people who don't have a lot of resources or a lot of options um, that, other than what they're given um, or their circumstances? Um, mm -hmm. it's hard. Um, yeah. I think, right, like you're saying, workshops, um, educating the people and talking to them and having conversations about what your organization, your business was doing and you know, continue to do is definitely something that we have to keep having and in, in investing in. Because um, some people just don't know either. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like some people weren't taught to properly cook or the proper items to get or use or eat. Um, so having those conversations and having that, um, that, that information accessible to the people is definitely, it's definitely needed. And that's a good point. You know, a lot of times uh, families aren't given the right tools. You know, they're a creature of habit. It's like, well, my mom did it, my grandmother did it, my auntie did it, so I'm okay. Right. You know, so I can do it. I'm do it with my children too. Right. And it's like, well, you know, don't you want to do something different? Do you want to, you know, think outside the box? You know, introduce your children to something that. You always wanted to try, but maybe your mom or auntie or dad couldn't afford, right. you know, and mm -hmm. I just remember doing that with my boys. We would go to different places and it's like, okay, you know, pick out something you would like to try and, you know, just make it like a little field trip, you know, once a month. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you could splurge to go get your nails done. And I know that's a whole nother subject, but you know, it's a priority. Your health is a priority. It definitely you should know. be. Because not only want to take care of yourself, you better than you. Exactly. And then you have to be healthy for your children. So it definitely should be a priority. Yes. Yeah. But it comes with self-love too. So we got to talk, that's like, like I said, <sighs> whole nother different subject. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's why I these mean, podcasts is here. Because we don't know. It, 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 it connects. You know, it it, everything, all this is a connection. It is. And, and, and honestly, as personally, it's I'm still dealing with a lot of those things uh, myself. So I understand um, to just be in the, the norm of every day and then to try to do better and want to do better, especially when you start finding yourself and loving yourself. You're like, okay, I can't keep treating myself like this. I have to do something better. And I have children to live for, so I have to do something better. And it's not easy. So I understand people like, well, they just, no, it's not easy. I get it. But like you said, we have to make it a priority because ain't nobody going to take care of us. And like you said, being unhealthy is more expensive than the food that you're going to eat, you know, it, it's definitely hospital bills and healthcare is not accessible oh, like it should be. So right, then why, why, why we're dying because of this COVID is because of the things that we're not cleaning our body, how we're not treating our body well, and all the stress on top of that, that comes with wellness too, being stressed mm -hmm. with the everyday things that we have to deal with as Black people, you know, so taking care of yourself should be a big priority. Exactly. I mean, you you said you said a mouthful because basically, you know, you talk about the medical bills and the fact if you're sick and who's going to take care of your children, who's going to take care of you. So now you're de dealing with mental stress, emotional stress on the children. Yes. So it's like just constantly, it, it's just a revolving issue, and it just it's to a point where it's like it's going to be explosive because 
your child is going to grow up thinking they're not going to have a childhood basically right because they're thinking about their their sick relative all the time and and for some they end up skipping school or not even attending school or lacking in their studies because they have to take care of the household yeah and we've heard stories like that Right, right, right. Yeah, that's true. And it, and, then, and it's not something that happened not just 50, 60 years ago where you hear about your grandparent or, you know, I had to drop out of school when I was 13 so I can pick cotton or whatever. No, you have teens now, young people now that's not attending school because it's like, I think it's like a hardship employment mm. or something. Mm. They can get a when they're like 15, 14 or 15. I heard they, about a hardship employment permit. Where they to work? Start you mean like working? Work. I always say, yeah, you can get a, a permit for working. Uh, I want to say was it, it was 15, I believe, because I worked when I was 15 um, at Six Flags. Um, your parents signed off. I started at Six Flags and I went to McDonald's. I went to build a bar. Like, right, as a teenager working these jobs and going to school. Yeah, but, I mean, but for some of them, it's not because they want to work so they can get a new pair of jeans. It's because they it's have actually to, to help yes, the household. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's a stress. That is. You know, it's how some some of these men or little boys um grow up and then they're like turn into the street because they got to figure out how to make a quick buck. You know, they tired of seeing mama struggle and they like, look, I need to help my mama somehow. School ain't right. I can't focus on this right now. I need to help my mama. This ain't helping me right now. So yeah, that is true. It is true. I mean, I mean, we can just say nutrition is a part of it we know it's more to it than that but my focus is the nutrition Nutrition. and the uh the stress level because even like with the some of the teachers their stress level was so high they would react to their interaction with the students would be really harsh Mm. yeah so i just recall again you know walking down the halls of the elementary school and hearing a teacher and i've probably shared this with you once before she was going in on one of the students mm-hmm. and i was like okay what is going on and i think i was on my way to my youngest son class to drop off you know whatever it was and i did like a step back and i was like is everything okay you know and she was like oh everything's fine do you have a student in here and i'm like no i'm like but the way you're interacting is not good because basically your energy level is going to determine your classroom. So if your children, if your students are disruptive or uh, disrespectful, you started it. Even though they may have already had some issues going on when they came to the classroom, but you can definitely control the atmosphere of your classroom. So if you're screaming at them and calling them out their name, right? It's like, how do you expect them to react? <laughs> right. The, the respect level is not even there anymore. Mm-mm. Nope. So, yeah. And then, you know, you have students from different backgrounds, different homes. Some students 
are not familiar with the screaming or calling yep. out the names. And then there are some students who hear that all the time. And right. they're like, okay, well, I'm coming at you too. So right. you don't even know who, who right. you're dealing with. Dealing with. So, mm -hmm. right. And then to me, you don't know what kids are bringing from home to school. As in teachers, though, you don't know what they're dealing with at home exactly. and they're bringing it to the school environment. So, yeah, yeah that is definitely a, a tough situation, man. And it's real. It's happening, really. So, um, Wellness Choice, we did. Um, we decided to bring in our team with the permission of, with the, permission of the um, principal to uh, set time aside to meet with, or they would sign in, sign up for these little workshops. And they were like half, half an hour, 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. And uh, we did like a follow-up and it was really funny because one of the teachers said that her students complimented her on her really yeah her personality they were like you know okay. so and so she was so nice and sweet and it was like we 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 thought maybe she was gonna leave us or something it was like wow so really? you thought she was being nice but she, she was moving to another school like she tried to leave us right she out of her she that's why she happy <laughs> She, you know, she out, to get out. out of the mouths of days. I mean, they were being honest. It was right. like, so you didn't mean to deal the whole semester. <laughs> and they like, like she was, was so nice and sweet to us. It was like, wow. <laughs> like, what happened? It's a whole three right. seconds. <laughs> hey, kids, no. Kids, no. They, pick really? up on no. they yeah. knew something was different. And it mm -hmm. was like, okay, we're not used to this. So what's 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 the change? What's right. going on? They, they, they don't. They definitely observe and figure out stuff. We don't give them the benefit of the. I mean, we don't give them the benefit of the doubt at all. It's like they get it. They do. Yeah. They get it sometimes better than we do. <laughs> yeah, and again, that's what we talk about too. You know, um, giving children a voice. Mm -hmm. You know, because they're they're well in tune with their spirit. You yeah. know, their intuition because they're so pure. Yeah. Even though they may have been exposed to a lot, they have not been uh, tainted in a way where um, they can, how do you say it, where they have to rethink something like mm -hmm. we do, yeah. you know, to please other people. Yeah, They're still at that level where they're like, well, I really don't like that. Right. I don't want to do that. You right. know, mm -hmm. but with the push of other people manipulating them, that's where it turns. Yep. Mm -hmm. But when they're, you know, like your babies, you know, it's like they're gonna like, no, I don't like you. Don't touch me. You know, they're vocal and that's yeah. how they feel because right. of that energy. Whatever yeah. that person is like, I don't want I don't want a part of that. Right. You know, right. And it's not until they get older where, you know, someone is forcing them. Oh, go ahead and hug Uncle such to such. I don't want to. Go right. ahead. He's family. And then yeah. there you go. They're compromised. So now yep. they're growing up thinking, well, I got to do it because it's going to make he... them happy. Yep. And that's not cool. Mm -hmm. You know, so. I definitely agree. And yeah, I so definitely... we talk about that too in our wellness <laughs> company. So. Okay. But um, basically, our mission state, uh, statement is the basic principles of faith. 
Uh, we empower, educate our, educate our clients, our neighbors, our families, teachers, and coworkers. We promote wellness for the mind, body, and the spirit. And okay. we, um, we're serving families, empowering youth, promoting uh, cultural diversity, uh, creating healthy families, promoting wellness, and building family communities. And I talk about diversity only because it gives other races, nationalities, and people from other countries to understand that we're all the same. We all need the same thing. We all want to be well. We all want to have the, the resources so that we can live the life that we want to live. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily what society says, because right. for me, I would just want to have a nice, comfortable home where I have my basic needs met. But for you, you may want to have the, the five-bedroom home, four-and-a-half baths with a big backyard so that your girls can, you know, not have to go to the park. You know right. what I mean? Their, their right. backyard is the park. Right. So right. whatever feet uh, fits your needs. Right. So, uh, and it's interesting because I was talking to my boys about that, you know, yesterday on Christmas. I said, this year has really been interesting. Very. And it's also been a blessing too because it has allowed a lot of people to reconnect with their families or discover some things that, that, that need to be addressed. Well, say you make sure to me this year has made me more humble um, and um, yes. grateful for the small things. Yes. Because, you know, like being, like you said, having a home to go to because some people yes. are losing theirs, you know, having food that I can feed my children because some people can't, they're deciding if they can pay the rent today or buy some food. So, you know, it definitely made me more humble and grateful for the little things. Yeah. Um, and man, you know, it's just unbelievable what people are losing right now. Um, and then, you know, even with Christmas, you know, I thought about like, you know, people bringing my baby's gifts and, you know, them having things to open. And I thought like, it's been a heck of a year. So people to be able to even want to still give right now is amazing mm -hmm. to me. Cause you know, I know people are losing things or they're not getting what they normally get, you know? So I'm like to even want to give to other people, which is great, but you know, thank you. I'm, I'm grateful for that. Um, mm -hmm. And you know, I was like, my kids don't know yet, but how blessed they are. And I hope to, you know, instill that in them. Like you have these things, but be grateful and know that you're blessed, you know? So don't take it for granted. Um, no, not at all. Yes, don't take those little things for granted. And just to be breathing, that alone. Do you hear Amen. me? Amen. <laughs> that alone. If you ain't got nothing else to be thankful for, y'all, that you see or you are about to see another year, you know, or just today, you know, just today, because people are dying left to right. I cannot believe how much death I've noticed or seen or been around this year. It's unbelievable. Like people die every day, but it's been a lot of death. And it's sad. So just to be able to breathe yeah. uh, is, thank you. It's, right. it's a blessing. It is. Even, um, even if you have a stopped up nose, you can you still Even breathe. if you got, or you done lost your voice and you can right. barely talk. Because <laughs> that's me right now. I'm right. pushing through to barely talking, y'all. Yeah. Because I feel like this is important. And this is information that we need to get out. And like I said, I definitely want to highlight businesses 
that our, our organization is beneficial to our community and wellness is a big thing and your your business is something that needs to be highlighted and needs to be supported so on that note i would like for you to give us information on how people can contact you um or get um get information about your businesses or your business should i say um, so, um we do have a website uh it is called wellnesschoice.webs.com um, it is in the process of being revamped from um, another local business person. Uh, she is a web uh, designer. Um, and so I'm really happy to, uh, you know, support other businesses as well. Yes. Um, so it is called wellnesschoice.webs. That's W-E-B-S.com. And um, I think she's going to use the Wix uh, platform. Or website um, but hopefully that will be uh, done before 2021 because I'm working through through the holiday okay do and you guys have like email address at all yes uh, my email address is Neely that's n-e-e-l-y r as in Robert s as in Sam v as in Victor p as in Paul the number four at live.com that's l-i-v-e.com uh, that is my email address. If you would like to reach out to me uh, to get more information, I am currently working on a, a program that is grant funded uh, by the Missouri Foundation of Health and it's called uh, Healthy Black Pregnant Moms, Healthy Black Babies. And basically just giving information on nutritional, uh, nutritional information, meals, stress management, to end the uh, infant mortality rate that is extremely high with uh, Black families. Um, and that's a whole nother subject because we definitely need to keep uh, an eye on health professionals mm -hmm. who are neglecting a lot of the Black moms. Mm -hmm. yes, I was recently talking with my husband about this. Uh, uh, I think her name is... Turlington, she was one of the models, one of the supermodels back in the 90s, uh, Kristen Turlington, and she has an organization about uh, uh, Moms Matter. Really? And she oh. had this way back in 2010, I think. Really? Okay. I'm going to say her name is Christy Turlington. Okay, and she modeled with like uh, Naomi Campbell and uh, back in the 90s. Okay. But her her story is after she had her first baby, uh -huh. within an hour, she had postpartum hemorrhaging. Mm. And no one was even trying to uh assist her now this is a white female who is a millionaire wow. postpartum hemorrhaging after an hour of giving birth to her first baby now that's crazy so just imagine that is crazy a person right. of color mm -hmm. and what they have to endure mm -hmm. So her organization, uh, 
basically is uh, raising money in third world countries, which, you know, I, I have my thoughts about that. You know, I mean, you're, you yeah. have women here in America who are suffering. Um, I don't know. Big time. Yeah, I'm just going to keep my comments limited on that. No, you don't really have to. This is the Hood Talks platform, and we keep well, it real. And yeah, right. I mean, you know, is it is it really? Um, <laughs> even though that that was a a situation that occurred with you, how is it that you decided to have an organization to help women in other countries when it happened in your country? when it's happening in your country. So my mind always goes towards uh, the financial benefit. Mm. Is it a huge tax write-off? Right. So you get a lot of donations, you travel over there. Mm. Um, I don't know if any of the, that funding is supporting the women here in the U.S. Right. Um, and that's probably something to, to be looked into, honestly. Um, it is. But even to get to kind of stay on this subject for a minute, I just saw a um, story that KMOV, I think Channel 4 did, um, about a family. They provided some things to a family for Christmas. And the story was the, um, the, the man's sister had four kids, I believe. She was in labor. She had another little boy. And she ended up passing away. Um, he was he took the kids in, and they were providing him and his wife and the children things for Christmas. But to, I, I watched that story, and it, it, it touched me because I, to think that you're giving birth to your child and you lose your life, and not only for that child to lose a parent, but the other one that lost a parent. Oh my! Wow. Craziness. Like it, it was just an unbelievable story. Like you know, those kids don't have a mom, and they were in the room. When she was, you know, passing away and all of it, like that touched me. It is very trauma. That's trauma. It is trauma. Yes, it is. And I'm sure it's, I'm not. I want to say they said it was um, a bleeding situation, like you were saying. I want to say that, but whatever it is, yeah, come on, we have to do that. We definitely have to do that. It's saying. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm just. So that's why we support organizations and businesses like yours who you know we need to highlight they are here for the community and their heart is in it and it's not always for the the profit of it it's for the the the, the benefit of seeing your customers or your clients in a better situation um, yeah because we do a lot of volunteer work i mean uh, the the focus is making sure everyone is healthy you mm -hmm. know that they get what they need to be better you know, um, we have volunteered with uh, American Lung Association for years. Um, the Science Center, the St. Louis Science Center has sponsored us for years where we gave out free information. We even gave uh, free massage sessions, you know, to try to relieve stress. Um, and even children, of course, we get the permission from the guardian and parents, right. mm -hmm. you know, and they're there the whole time. And we would give massage sessions to children who were having 
uh, anxiety attacks because of school or maybe issues mm -hmm. of being bullied. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and we would get follow-ups and our testimonies from these parents and grandparents like, oh my God, my child or my grandchild, they're doing so much better. They use those, me those breathing methods you were talking about. And it's like, that alone is worth more than any money you could put in on my table. Mm -hmm. Yes. To know that yes. a child is learning how to um, have a, a, a mechanism that works for them so they can continue to strive and thrive throughout their day. Yes, yes, <clears throat> yes. That and is, even yes. just uh, uh, teaching them to be uh, vocal. Yes. It's okay for you to tell on that on that person who's abusing you i don't care how many threats they oh i'm gonna get you you know uh on this uh what's the on the playground tell, tell the teacher such and yes. such say they're gonna beat me up on the playground can yes. you be there yes yes <laughs> speak up for yourself yes speak up for yourself. i don't think right i don't think we're instilling enough of that into our children we're not telling them how they have the right to, to defend themselves and speak up for themselves. Well, that's because we're adults and we don't feel like we have that either. So how can I tell a child something that I feel like I don't even have as an adult? You get, you get my drift? I do. You get what I'm saying? That's when we go into talking about those generational curses. But yeah, as an adult, I don't feel like I can voice my opinion or speak up for myself. But how do I tell you, a child, that you can do that? You know, it's always stay in a child's place, you know. So, yes, yes, yes. We have some things that we have in our community that we have to work on, you know. Um, mm -hmm. And so that's why, like I said, you know, this is where I wanted to make sure that we put that information out there, that it's people out here that have businesses and organizations that you can utilize, that can help you get better, help you become um, well and support you in the things that you need, like you said, the basic necessities that, a lot of us aren't getting met, um, but we're out mm -hmm. here and we just need to know where we need to go sometimes. And so, also wanted to let you know, I, uh, I have a, a workbook that I put together okay. on all the different information that I've kind of accumulated over the years that worked for me and my family. Okay. And I have canceled a few families uh, in the St. Louis and Wentzville area, which is really interesting. I met them at a craft arts and craft fair. And when I was interacting with the dad, the, the wife was like, okay, what's up with this? And we were just talking about what he was sharing with me about the interaction that he was having with his children and the dis disrespect that was just overwhelming. And when it was all over, the man was like, oh my God, oh my God. And he was like, can you just write that down for me? And I wrote it down and I said, hey, it worked for my family. And I said, every family is different and every family has their, their <clears throat> trials and tribulations. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, my family is not perfect. Right. We still have our battles. But we as we are, nobody's perfect. Right. And we choose nobody's to perfect. pick our battles that we want yeah. to, you know, go in on. Mm -hmm. But I still have communication with, you know, these this uh this particular family. And it was all about communication, being open and honest. Mm -hmm. And you have to be consistent. 
So I do have a workbook that I have kind of given out to people. And then one person was like, oh man, Latanya, you really need to get this published. It needs to be out there. And I was like, oh, okay. And I said, well, it's a lot of personal stuff in there. And they were like, well, that's what people want. I was going to say, the real story. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh boy. And, and I think we've talked about it before. Um, some of it was church related. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm a PK, you know what I'm saying? You know, I'm a preacher's kid. So I've seen some stuff and heard some stuff. Yeah. So I went ahead and put it in the book. <laughs> I can imagine. And, uh, reached out to a local publisher okay. uh, here in St. Louis, and she's um, she's editing the book now. Okay. Yeah, so hopefully it'll be out, you know, may maybe in March. Okay, and then we're going to have to do another segment, and we're going to have yeah, to promote that, promote that workbook. <laughs> yes, that's what's up. That is what's up. I'm glad oh, to hear that. Boy. Now, like I said, right, whatever we need to get um, people healthier and better and um, educated and um, empowered, that's what we're yes. working on. That's, mm -hmm. that's, that's the plan, empowering our people. So. Yes, definitely. Well, I am so grateful that you decided to be here. Any last words before we kind of end this little um, segment? Anything you want to say? Anything about the business you want to? Put out there that you want people to know just get your floor well all i want to say is that um again we talk about 2020 you know a lot of people at the beginning of the year was like oh this is the the year of vision clear vision and it has been um there are some things that we have noticed and we ignored but with the way things turned out, we couldn't ignore it anymore. Yes. And yes. so um, if anything, how are you coming out of this year, better or bitter? Mm, I like that. You know, it better really, or bitter. I yeah, love it. better or bitter because I know for us, you know, in our conversation, we're coming out better because as you said before, you're more humble. And I mm -hmm. know for me, I know that the relationship I have with my family is secure. Mm -hmm. Even through all of the things that we've gone through, uh, the disappointments, the, um, the confusion, mm -hmm. you know, constantly asking why, why, why. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, why not? Right. Why not? Right. You know, we, it was time for us to make a change. Mm. Yes. And you just been sitting there looking, getting comfortable, mm -hmm. you know, making your making those comments like, mm, whatever. I'm not. Um, that's not. But it's like now you have so much time in your hands. You, <laughs> you can make it. Something. You gonna have to do something. Right, you have no excuse. You have to push through for something. Yeah, especially being at home and. And like, right, even if you weren't doing anything in the community, I'm sure families came out stronger, you know? Mm -hmm. And even if that stronger was being like, oh, we together, but this ain't working for me. And you finally getting to see like, this ain't working, let's part our ways. That's growth. You, you came yes. out with something like, okay, let me drop this so I can move on to something that's bigger and better for me in 2021. 
So however, just know that this whatever you're going through is going to get you to a better situation. Exactly. Especially if you put work with, what they say, faith without work is dead. Mm-hmm. Put some work behind that faith and you would not, the sky's the limit. That's Push right. through y'all, come through. <laughs> come through. Thank you again, Shavanna. I really appreciate you inviting me this it was a lot of fun well thank you for being here i'm so glad we had this conversation y'all again excuse my voice (laughs) and excuse the noise quarantine in the house with your people look this is walking around kids (laughs) but that's real and wrong (laughs) (laughs) but now y'all thank you guys for tuning in to this special segment please share 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 we want to support our um Beautiful black woman here. We want to support what she's doing for the community. So share this. And if you are a community or organization that's out there and you want to talk about how beneficial your your business or organization is to the community, please get in touch with me, thehoodtalks at gmail.com. All right, y'all. We out. See you later.